Welcome to Soap Secrets. Another week has gone by, would you believe it? Um, And we are going to be talking about all the soap gossip yet again. Um, I've got the wonderful Claire Ruck here with me and um, we're going to talk about EastEnders, I think, first, aren't we? Yes. Hello, Hannah. So I I think you've probably heard in this week's news that Lacey Turner, who plays Stacey, she's, it's lovely news, she's expecting her second child. Isn't that great? It's so nice. What a, no- a lockdown baby. Yes, very much so. <laughs> but so what that means is they're going to have to uh, they're going to have to rewrite Stacy out. So the baby is due February time-ish. I'm, I don't know when she's going to work up till, but that means we're going to lose Stacy again for for another long time, um, so that Lacey can take her mat leave. Yeah, I wonder. What, so there's going to be a big storyline around that. I there imagine. must be. There must be. Yes. And we've all, of course, it's the uh, start of Whitney's trial, I think, isn't it, um, for the death of Leo, which happened back in, in February. And, and they've charged her with murder, which is just, you know, awful. Um, but Gray is her lawyer. He is. So it, it's amazing. So much has happened since February in, you know, globally. Uh, so so Leo, Leo was stalking Whitney and uh, there was a big fight. He slipped on some water. She didn't stab him. He fell on a knife. Uh, but obviously it, it didn't look very good for her. So so she's been charged with murder and Grey is her lawyer. But also this week, of course, it is the day of Chantel's funeral. So Grey, Grey ki- abuser Grey killed his, his lovely wife, um, but he hasn't yet, they, they, he hasn't been charged with her murder. Um, so, he, so he's still working. But what will Grey do? Will he... Will he go to Whitney's trial or will he go to Chantel's funeral? I would imagine at this point, Gray is, his state of mind is probably poor. Mm, well, I mean, it must be. I mean, there he is trying Ooh. to, uh, you know, um, uh, protect um, Whitney to a degree, <laughs> to a degree, um, whilst wrestling in his mind with what, with, with what he's done. Um, but I'd imagine if you're, if you're, if you're in court, you're going you're to have to, go aren't you I mean he can't just say oh sorry yeah. although I suppose he could get it adjourned we'd have to get it adjourned well I would have thought that if your wife had died you're not in any fit state to to conduct a trial or to be you know to do anything like that and so no. it would have yes have to been adjourned or perhaps somebody else take over yeah, absolutely. I mean, the whole thing is just absurd anyway. that It's a bit like those kind of characters. They're the same. They're, they're the only people that exist in that world. Aren't they? There are yeah. no other lawyers and no. EastEnders. No. <laughs> so, um, and, it, and it's a big week for Mick, isn't it? So, yes, we touched on this last week. Mick, of course, caught Frankie taking all the pictures, taking pictures of Ollie and Linda and... Uh, and all of them. Um, so he, he confronts her this week. And as we, we, we said, anything could happen, absolutely anything. And of course, she comes back and says she thinks he's her dad. Isn't that amazing? Oh, wow. So I think that Mick and Linda have been together like since forever, childhood sweethearts. They married really young. So I'm not quite sure when he when he actually had a relationship mm, does with... Does that mean there's been an affair? Well, anyone can guess at this point. It could be anything. It yeah. really could be anything. It's Or perhaps he's not her dad, after all. Well, yes. She thinks she's his dad. It could, exactly. be, it could be anything. Exactly. It's all the twists and turns, isn't it? And it's, I, I love these storylines at the beginning, because you can only imagine where they're going to end up. <laughs> um, and... Um, 
So obviously Denise had a big shock last week um, with Raymond, um, the kind of the son that she had with Phil Mitchell, and adopted. And then the parents had died in a in a car crash. Adopted parents had died in a car crash. That's why, isn't yes. it? Yes. So just for people, just to rem- just to remind people. Uh, Denise had a one-night stand with Phil back in the spring of 2016. I remember that. <laughs> it was such a long time ago. So weird. So that makes Raymond quite... He's still very, very small. He makes him about three and a half. So he's a little toddler. And she had him adopted. Um, and uh, I don't quite know how she finds out. But anyway, there is a there is a car crash. His parents die. And uh, she goes to visit... She visited him in um, hospital last week. But she hasn't told anyone that she is... Raymond's natural mother and this week Phil finds out and he pitches up at the hospital but doesn't tell anyone that he is Raymond's natural dad now we know Phil's many things in life but he is a massive family man and I don't think Mm. he's going to let his son go without a fight no I don't think he will but I mean how many children now has Phil got well I don't think he has that many does he He has Louise uh he has Ben Ben, maybe this is just the third then. Yeah. I feel like he's had that many affairs. He should have an awful <laughs> lot more. Perhaps he does, and they're just going to be wheeled out every now and again. So he brought up Jay, and he considers Jay to be his son. And he also yes. considered Keanu before Keanu had an affair with his wife in a, in, as, as a sort of a surrogate son. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Gosh, it's all go- it's all going EastEnders, isn't yes. it? Yes. Um, you know, I wonder what they're going to do now. The uh, the the lockdown has sort of um, been enforced a bit more. Whether that's going to kind of uh, well, not help is it with filming really? It isn't. It isn't. We'll have to keep an eye on that one. Uh, it, it is at the moment they're doing lots of things. They uh, EastEnders have perspects between actors so that there is no yeah. contact. Yeah, you told me that, but are they are they the only ones that do that? You didn't seem to think anyone else was was doing. I that. haven't seen anybody else doing that. Mm. I think uh, Emmerdale are, are being quite uh, are being quite inventive. It is it is tricky. Uh, I think somebody else was bringing in partners so that they could they could kiss. So you would ah, uh, I see. Okay, so you're. Your husband or your wife, if you, if you needed a kissing scene, would would do a bit of acting and obviously be made up to you know only shot from the back, so a wig would probably nice do cameo it. part for the husband. For the husband, I wonder if I um, get paid. That would be really interesting. I was wondering that. Maybe get a day rate. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, right, Corrie, back on the cobbles. Um, it's Sally and Tim's wedding. I know, isn't? I'm. I really like Sally and Tim as a couple. They are just absolutely brilliant, and. When they got married, they, they, they got married, and then Tim suddenly found out that he was already married. What a great storyline. He was sitting in a pub, and he joked with one of his friends that he had been married to an air hostess in Vegas years ago, but it didn't count because it was Vegas. Ah, okay. So I, so where did that come from? I mean, I think the writers must have known somebody who said that, or a friend... Because that, is, that, that must be true. Someone must have sat in a pub somewhere and said, yeah, I got married in Vegas, but it's not legal. And somebody had to say, I think it is. So, yeah. so, so Steve had to tell Tim that actually thought it was legal. Um, and you couldn't, you really couldn't, I mean, someone's made it up. But you just, I mean, honestly, although I, I, I think when you were saying that kind of, you wonder whether, you know, the writers have known someone who this has happened to, because it feels like quite plausible. It does. It sounds very, very plausible. So then 
Tim found out he was a bigamist and Sally, <laughs> Sally wasn't legally married. I mean, she's quite straight, so that, that, was, that was quite funny. And it's quite a funny storyline, but they are a brilliant couple. And this is the week that finally he's got his divorce and they're going to get properly married. Now, of course, the wrinkle to all of this is that Tim's dad is Jeff and he's, he's not Mr. Mr. Nice Guy and he's determined to wreck his son's wedding because he feels that Sally has turned Tim against him. And it's nothing to do with Jeff being an abuser. So, right. Oh, okay, okay. And the um, the storyline with um, Nick's son, um, Leanne finds out about it, and 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 she goes she goes to meet Sam, doesn't yes, she? Yes, she does. Um, but do we think this is going to be a good reaction or a bad reaction? I don't know. She's very, very stressed at the moment. It's not really something you really want to deal with when you have a, a son that sick and you're potentially taking on a legal challenge to fight the doctors. I, I, Leanne's got a lot of heart, so one can hope that she reacts in a good way. Yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, I mean, her emotions are everywhere, aren't they? So you never, you're, the actual reaction probably isn't a great example of what you might be in in a, in general terms, I suppose. Yes. Um, Okay, so also a familiar face is is returning to the street. I know. We've heard about Todd for about a couple of weeks now. There's just been talk of Todd, this, that and the other. Um, But finally, Todd turns up. Now, he was a bad... He's just a bad boy. I mean, he's going to bring nothing but heartache to his poor mum, Eileen. And she's she's actually a great character. So it's nice to have... It's nice for her to have a son back, but uh, he admits to his mum that he's in danger. He's stolen money from a from a drug dealer. So somebody's after him. And, um, yeah, his things with him really, really hot up next week massively. Yeah, I mean, Todd was a great character. I mean, back in the day, you didn't imagine that he would be the bad guy in the end did no, you would you no. I mean, it was really quite shocking at the time i think and he, and and the trouble is the, these bad boys don't really turn good anytime soon do no. they and so, of course he's been away for a while and now he's coming back and he's still bad yeah. um oh. so it's 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 really it is really interesting to bring him back yeah so so coronation street are gearing up for their 60th so that's early december and then we've got the christmas but of course, COVID yeah. is, is meaning lots of things. And I think perhaps that the way they would have celebrated their 60th anniversary isn't now possible. But there's still going to be no. some really, really good storylines. And to get them going for early December, they, the seeds have to be sown now. Yeah. And also, I suppose they, can't, they know as well if they're going to be sort of uh, running it as they should be in terms of what we're we're dealing with it looks like christmas we're all only going to be able to have six people around the christmas dinner table so i suppose uh for them that might change scenes as well yes. of big christmases particularly on you know on the 60th year when they're trying to celebrate something yes completely Ugh, can i just honestly. say one one thing i talked briefly last week about michael and i said he did a, he did a did a complete 180 on the storyline so that was all embargoed last week so this week of course I can say that it was really shocking so Michael had 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 been spending time with his daughter Tiana who he had with his his ex Grace but what Michael didn't know was that Grace wanted back in Michael's life and had lied to him and actually Tiana wasn't Michael's daughter Grace was her nanny Oh my goodness! So, so 
That's that's a shocking storyline. It's a shocking storyline. We're unshockable, Claire, and we're shocked. I was really shocked at that because this is a child. So she had been introducing this small child to a man and said, this is your dad. He had also, he's a good person, so he he wanted to bond with this child and he wanted to do right by his daughter. And uh, so he, he didn't want Grace to take her to Spain, so he sort of... He, well, he, he he took her away from Grace thinking he had rights, but then, of course, he didn't have any rights because she's not his child, so the police had to get involved. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, I think they're gearing up for a big year, to be honest with you, in a year that couldn't get any bigger. <laughs> that's, I really, that's why I said it was. you would never, ever, ever come up with that. You would if never. You, it just came out of the blue, that one, and I just went, okay. <laughs> Yeah, real. Uh, it's not often that soap shock you. So when they when they when they can, that means they've they've done something very right, <laughs> you know. Um, okay, from one shock to another, um, Emmerdale. Um, it's a kind of classic Emmerdale, isn't it? This week with the uh, with the Dingles and the Tates at war again. Yes, this is this is Emmerdale at its best. This is what we like: Tingle, Dingles and Tates at war. So Belle threw in her lot with with Aunt Andrea, Jamie's estranged wife, and shopped him to the police for the hit-and-run on Moira. So Moira is family to Belle because she is her brother's wife, um, Kane. So Kane and Belle mm. are brother and sister, um, despite the age gap. Uh, yeah, of course, huge age gap, yeah. <laughs> I know, you have to, the Dingles have a lot, of, a lot of relations and you have to sometimes untangle them to work out who they are. So, that, that's, so she, she shopped Jamie and she was desperately in love with Jamie and she wanted to run off and she was going to, she was going to do all of that. But then she thought family comes first and uh, she shopped him. Um, but there's more alarm this week when Jamie is found unresponsive on the floor of Home Farm. Oh my God, he's not dead, is he? Well, he's unresponsive. So possibly. Possibly, yes. Oh no. I know it's 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 quite a good storyline. I mean, you know, it, it is it is a good. I mean, it's like yeah. you say, it's yeah. classic Emmerdale. It's kind of you know uh, you know yeah. back in the day, isn't it? Um, and 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 it's quite a lot of drama this week uh, in Emmerdale because of course we've got we've seen this sort of flirtation between um, Chaz and and Al, haven't we? And they've gone on this picnic together and uh, poor old Paddy yes he does so Emmerdale is quite a small place so if you wanted to have an affair I wouldn't suggest having a picnic actually in Emmerdale village (laughs) but actually the death rate's high there's a lot of you know affairs going on I mean all in all it's not the best place to land is it (laughs) so yeah she has a picnic with Flirty Al she's having a great time but this is breaking breaking Paddy's heart so I really Really, she she has to make a decision. Does she want to be with Paddy, or does she does she want to become single again and potentially see what's out there? Mm. What do you, what what's your well, best on? Well, I'm hoping that Chaz and Paddy will get back together. Mm. I mean, this, I mean, we talked about it before. They're just yeah. an unlikely couple, aren't they? But yet, sometimes chalk and cheese really works. And I can I I, I suppose that's what I thought was going to happen with these two. But you know. 
Love's never going to run smoothly, especially not in the Dales. <laughs> um, but in Hollyoaks, yeah, it doesn't run smoothly there either, I'm afraid. Um, it's the battle of the bad boys this week, isn't it? Yeah. Warren and Felix, they are two great bad boys. Everybody likes a bad boy. And they, they go in. They do, don't they? And they go into business together and they open up a garage. I can't quite see how two bad boys battling it out and doing all this is quite going to work. Who will be top dog, you know? So uh, Warren wants to call it Warren's Wheels, and I have to say that's quite a good name. <laughs> it is, isn't it? You've got the two Ws together. It's quite it nice. It works. Bit of alliteration, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so there's a, there's a punch-up as the egos get in the way. Um, and then, you know, but these are men of a certain age, so... <laughs> Warren locks Felix in a cupboard. I, I really don't know why well, men do like that. This feels like you're in primary school. I mean, it obviously should not happen in primary yeah. school either, clearly. But, I mean, it feels very, you know, childish, doesn't it? Does. It? it does. But what this does is, of course, it brings back bad memories for Felix um, of the physical abuse he, he suffered at the hands of Cormac. So yeah, of Warren course. and Felix were together in a youth home. They grew up together. They've known each other all their lives. Um, and uh, Cormac was very, very abusive towards Felix, and this gives him a a massive flashback. Of course, they've got lots of, you know, they also have Brody. He also suffered abuse. It's a it's a big storyline that Hollyoaks aren't afraid to tackle. Mm. Um, They're not, ne- are they? They're really bold on that front. They are very, very bold. So next week, of course, Cormac returns, and Felix will have to face have to face the man who haunts his dreams. So mm. that's going to be a good one. Um, and Coronation Street actor James Gaddis is playing Cormac, so... Oh, OK. So, yeah, this is, this is going to be quite an uncomfortable storyline in places, isn't it, I would think? It is, it is. It's always a bit uncomfortable... And they, they, you know, they 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 had the male rape nearly. I think that was nineteen ninety nine, nearly twenty years ago. Uh, they've was never it twenty years ago. I, th- I think it was that time. Wow. Um, so yes, so they were one of the, the. They are the pioneers of of this kind of storyline. I mean, it happens. Yeah. So you know, if you just had happy storylines, there's no drama. There's no. It doesn't work, does it? No. no you can, but but I do think they're on the forefront of kind of um, tackling areas that where other people are perhaps a bit frightened to go. Although less so, increasingly less so, I, I would say. But I think, um, sorry, Hollyoaks, very much have always been on the on the forefront of doing that and tackling difficult subjects yes and well actually yes they do do this this one really really well and you know and, and warren and felix are friends so they've been friends for years so hopefully warren they, we will see this male bonding and he warren will help felix yeah yeah well we can only hope well i mean that's all of them at the moment isn't there there's still no casualty um at the moment and um we've got yeah, we've got Hollyoaks, we've got eastenders we've got emmerdale and we've got corey um they're, they're kind of the big four that are back aren't they and um kind of plowing on through these difficult times but we will be back next week to discuss more because a week is a long time in the soap and a lot happens. A lot of people can die, be born, have an affair, all these things. Um, we'll be back next week. Please subscribe if you like what you're listening to um, and we'll see you then.